President Joe Biden has declared the pandemic over in the United States, even as the number of Americans who have died from COVID continues to rise. We're still doing a lot of work on it, but the pandemic is over, said Mr. Biden in a television interview. Statistics show that over 400 Americans on average are dying from the virus each day. The head of the WHO World Health Organization said last week that the end of the pandemic was, quote, in sight. In an interview with CBS program, program with an E, I love the the, the British spellings. It's, it's so proper. 60 Minutes, which aired last Sunday, Mr. Biden said the situation was rapidly improving, even though a lot of work was being done to control the virus. The interview aired over the weekend and was partially filmed on the floor of the, the Detroit Auto Show, where the president gestured towards the crowds. Now, I'm from the Midwest. A rite of passage is going to the Detroit Auto Show. So if you grow up like me in Columbus, Ohio, you 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 go to the Detroit Auto Show and you go with your father, you go with your uncles, you go with your basketball coach, your football coach. That's kind of a, a major annual moment going to the Detroit Auto Show. You get to see all of the amazing cars and the and the GTs and the beautiful women that are showing off the cars. It's just it's something for a teenager to go to that. It's it's pretty awesome. And we all become, we all kind of get into our, if you remember the show Home Improvement from way back in the day, we all become Tim the Toolman Taylor. When we get to the Detroit Auto Show, we all start grunting as men. We start eating stuff with our hands and not using forks or spoons. It's, it's, a, it's a fantastic event. So President Biden was going on. He was saying, if you look, nobody's wearing masks. A lot of, pretty much there, there are no mass mandates. I mean, I went, I was talking earlier in the week that I went to go see the Woman King with my wife and some friends. It was good to be back out. I've been going back to church the last couple of months. I didn't go to church for, for, for a couple of years. And we actually had at my church, not to give a plug, but we had Anthony Brown and Group Therapy, which is a very good gospel group. Now, I'm not in the gospel. I sang my way through college on a scholarship, and I, I was more of a classically trained vocalist. So I'm not a huge gospel person, but they were they were phenomenal. And there had to be about 500 people that were at my church over the weekend. And, and you just feel like you're back into, uh, our pastor preached until 2, 2.15 p.m., so you feel that that you're really starting to get back. People are, are getting back. You you don't see the masks anymore, even at airports. We've gotten to some sense of normalcy. Now, I don't I don't know if the pandemic is over. As I broadcast here live from the streets of Indian Lake in Hendersonville, Tennessee, one of my favorite places to to broadcast from. As we wind out the the summer and, and head into the fall. There's always a lot of vendors out here and, and a lot of good food out here. And I know that as we get into the fall, they'll be packing that up. But I love to broadcast outdoors. One of my favorite things to do. It's just uh, as opposed to I love broadcasting for Paragon 7 Studios in downtown in Nashville as well. But I, I love being outdoors. I love being out with the people. 
And it's good to see people back communicating and, and people traveling. I went to L.A. a few weeks ago, and, and the hotels were booked, and it was hustle and bustle, and it was just good to see everybody. And California had some of the more draconian rules for COVID, so it's good to see people out. It's good to see people healthy. I feel like we've all had COVID. We've all been exposed to COVID. Unfortunately, the, the majority of us have had COVID and, and didn't have any major issues. But we've lost a lot of people to COVID. I, I've talked about, I, I lost my mother to COVID. It's the most difficult experience of, of my entire life. I was watching my mother on a ventilator for 31 days with COVID when she was double vaccinated. And for what we know was, was pretty healthy. I would have thought, with my Lyme disease and my father's health history that me or my father would have been more likely to have serious COVID complications and end up on a ventilator, which is why I was, I was very cautious with my history of Lyme disease and having a chronic illness. I was very cautious during the pandemic. And perhaps overly cautious at times. And we, we've seen what COVID has done to families. We've seen the scars it's left on people physically, those that survived but are, are still on oxygen, those that lost loved ones. I saw, I'll just never forget, I saw so many people while I was in the hospital sitting with my mother while she was on a ventilator and talking to her and singing to her and praying for her. And it would only give me an hour a day to go in there. I didn't have a lot of time with her. But I saw there were there were 10, it was a very small hospital in Madison, Alabama. There were only 10 ICU units. And I probably saw over that month that my mother was in there, I probably saw close to a dozen people die. You would walk by, they would be on the ventilator and they'd be gone the next day. I've seen where the family was in there. And I'm a I'm a I work in clinical. So I know how the machines work and understand how to read the machines and, and you would see the oxygen levels drop when they were when they were extubating someone. And the oxygen would go down from 90 to 80 to 60 and ultimately to zero. And I saw people fighting for their life. I saw a young girl was walking around. She couldn't have been more than 14, 15 years old fighting for her life. And I always wonder some of the people after my mom passed away and, and I wasn't going back up there, there have been people that had been on a ventilator for weeks and I always wonder if those people made it and hope that those people made it. I saw one guy, he had been on a ventilator for about three weeks. And then I walked in there one day and he was sitting up talking to his wife. And that that made me feel so great to see that that this guy hopefully is going to make it, is going to survive. And I don't know, we, we still are losing three or four hundred people a day to COVID. That's accurate. If you go to the IHME or Johns Hopkins which are the best two sites to chronicle that data. You know, still a pace to lose 75, 100,000 people annually to COVID. So do I, do I believe that it's over? Do I believe that President Biden is being a little premature? Perhaps. But I think, I think that we've moved on and just understand that, that COVID and contracting COVID it's just a part of the risk. You know, I'm, a, I'm in risk 
management and risk adjustment. You know, I, that's my field. That's what I consult for. I work with Medicare Advantage and Medicaid and the ACA to assign a risk score to every member and say that member X has twice as much risk as member Y based on their health background, based on any chronic illness they have, based on their weight, based on their zip code, based on their income. And I think that we, I don't want to say that we're business as usual, but I, but I think that, you know, in, in the NFL and NBA, you don't hear about COVID testing anymore. You, have, you haven't heard about anyone in college football or the NFL getting into week three. This person is out with COVID. So I think that like everything else, we just move on. We move on with our lives, which to me is the right thing to do. But I don't, I don't know if the, the pandemic is over. I think that the way that we're managing the pandemic is over. I, I, I think that might be a little premature on President Biden. I'm not getting political on this. I feel that both the Trump administration and the Biden administration did, for the most part, everything that they can do. I don't always like the way that our leaders have represented what was going on in society in their press conferences. But when you have a novel virus, when you have something that has not been in the atmosphere before, something that doctors haven't seen, haven't been able to treat, it's, you know, it's just a cluster. It's just, it's very difficult. And it's even difficult for me to have this conversation So there are a lot of there are a lot of things that that COVID really pushed in the United States and, and, it, and it tanked our economy. So many people lost their jobs. So many people lost hope. So many people lost loved ones. However, in some ways, you've seen out of COVID people in corporate America, which I talk about a lot, have revolted. You, you see so many positions that are now remote. People have decided that they're not going to spend the rest of their lives in cubicles. A lot of people started their own small businesses. A lot of people really started to get into the gig economy and viewing their work different. A lot of people realize how important family is and how family is, is so much more important than money or titles or things like that. So I have, I have mixed emotions, but but I'm I'm just happy that we are at a place where, where we're starting to get back to some level of normalcy. Rather, you agree with President Biden that the pandemic is over, but it is good to to see America and, and the globe move past looking at the, at the statistical counter to see how many people in your county, state, city, zip code died of COVID in the last 24 hours and, and, and constantly living in fear and being, and being worried that if I put my hand on a gas station pump and forget to wash my hand and accidentally touch my eye or my face or something, I could I could die or I could contract this virus and give it to somebody that, that I love and they could die. Lance J Show. Paragon 7 Studios. Social determinants of health programs are important to the Medicare and Medicaid populations, specifically individuals facing chronic illness. 
Upside Home's personalized approach allows plan members to build trust with a highly engaged home manager, enabling an array of SDOH services in a controlled but non-institutionalized environment. For more information, contact the Upside Home Partnerships team at 954-866-7255. It's electric made extraordinary. Ingenuity in motion. It listens, learns, adapts, and anticipates your every need. With intelligence that feels anything but artificial. The EQS from Mercedes-Benz. It's the car electric has been waiting for. To the poets and the perfectionists, the warriors and the worriers, the timely and the timeless, we're Care First Blue Cross Blue Shield, and we're transforming healthcare for the future, for today, for the communities we serve. This is our pledge to you. These are 